Hey y'all, it's Jonna. I am super excited about this episode because it is Laura interviewing the Rev, also known as Jeff. I have laughed so hard listening to this episode. I did yawn a few times, not because it was boring, but because Jeff was tired and he yawned and yawns are contagious, so you've been warned. But they go deep. There might have been some throwing under the bus that happened. It is pretty funny. Uh, we now know death, uh, Jeff's death row meal because he might have showed his hand a little too much. Um, you'll understand when you listen to the episode. At the end, I'm going to come in and Laura and I are going to dissect the segment and talk about all the things. It was super fun doing this with both of our husbands and just getting to let them in on our world on the podcasting side. And it is crazy what happens when you get behind a microphone and no one's around. You get real vulnerable. It's awkward. So they experience that. I think they are suffering from a vulnerability hangover as well. So hope you listen and enjoy, and we'll see you back here next week with our regularly scheduled programming. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Laura. I am so excited that you're joining us on the All Things Good podcast. It's quite an honor. Thanks for thanks for having me. It's like... Uh, you're actually on the podcast instead of just closing out the podcast this right, time. Right, right, and being talked about during the podcast. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> there's that. Um, why don't we start with you telling everybody a little bit about yourself, like where you grew up, um, maybe where you went to college, like how you ended up being the Rev. The Rev, um, which you are the only person that calls me that. You and Jonna, by the way. That's not true. A lot of my friends call you that. You and your friends. <laughs> I don't I don't ask the, the people in the church to call me the Rev. No, no. no. They usually go Brother Jeff. Right. Preacher. <laughs> Pre- preacher Jeff. Or just preacher. <laughs> All right, well, I grew up in Pascagoula, Mississippi, on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Lived there all my life until I... Went off to college at Mississippi College in Clinton, Mississippi. Um, and then I moved to Arkansas. Aww. That's where I met met you. Uh, I was coaching basketball at Arkansas Tech University. That's why I went there uh, after I graduated from MC. Moved to Arkansas. Coached there for a couple of years. Started dating you, and then a month later moved away to Kentucky to coach basketball. That was excellent timing on that. that good? Worked that out well. That was fun. Coached basketball there in (laughs) Kentucky for three years while you were uh, in Hattiesburg getting your Ph.D., Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then uh, we decided we'd get married when you got done with that. And so we relocated to as close as we could get to Starkville, landed in Louisville, Mississippi, where is where I could get a job coaching high school basketball there. And, and you loved that. I did love parts of that. <laughs> I was not very good at that. So they didn't let me keep that job for very long, but... Uh, that was all part of God's plan. Uh, the day I got fired from coaching, pretty much got hired into a full-time youth ministry position at the church we were already attending there in Louisville, and uh, did that for eight eight years. 
Something like that. Somewhere along the line there, decided I wanted to grow up and be a real preacher. So I <laughs> entered the candidacy program with the United Methodist Church and uh, went to seminary, got that done, and um, have been preaching here in Noxapater, Mississippi, for almost right at four years now. Mm-hmm. And will be ordained an elder in the United Methodist Church uh, in a in a couple of weeks. It's exciting. So that's how I got to be the rev. He is the rev. So He's... let's rev it up, girls. <laughs> no settling it down, huh? That's right. <laughs> oh my goodness! When we thought it would be fun to ask you and. Um, Will the Thrill, John is going to handle that. Um, Some questions about marriage. We've had lots of people ask for this topic. And so uh, basically, John and I have a set of questions that we're going to ask you guys. And then we're going to get together and pick them apart. It's pretty much how that's going to go down. That sounds good. At least I get to say my side of the story this time. (laughs) Usually it's just the picking apart. No, no, that's not true. That's not true. Okay, so we're going to start from the beginning. Are you ready? Can you go back that far? It's been a minute. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Okay, so first question is, what attracted you to me? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, honestly, I don't want to be shallow about it, but it it, it was, was, first, it was nothing more than a physical attraction, of course, because I didn't know you. There was a, a, and I don't even remember what the picture was in the student center, the hall, where uh, they had... Uh, it's like Hall of Fame? Was it, was it might have been a Hall of Fame, but there was, uh, what do you call it, the composite pictures uh, yeah, composite of each picture. class. Mm-hmm. Uh, framed pictures along the hallway there, and you were, you know, the most famous person at Arkansas Tech. <laughs> so your picture was there, and I would pass it every day when I was going. I think I usually went to get lunch there in that building or, or had some kind of business to do but every time I would pass it I would you know just just give you a little kiss there on the oh my gosh the, <laughs> no maybe not quite literally but I just always like to to to, to look at that picture and, and I, of course I knew who you were long before you knew who I was but uh yeah you were just very very pretty mm. is what first attracted me to you well there's that and then once i met you you were you were nice to me so that's about all it took right there (laughs) oh my gosh okay well that's a good that's a good beginning yeah do you want to tell them what you told big e (laughs) (laughs) Uh, big e was one of my basketball (laughs) players Uh, some i think we saw you across campus or somewhere in the GM or something, and I told him that I would marry you today. <laughs> that was that was a bit of an exaggeration. I probably would not have actually married you if you had, you know, been willing that day. But but I I was very attracted to you. Yes, that's sweet. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure it's still the same. Surely right. I would had no regrets anywhere from there until here. Hmm. All right, so we'll go on from there. So when did you, so you said you'd marry me the first day you saw me, so this might be kind of a tough question for you to answer. <laughs> but when did you know that I was the one? 
the one. Well, like I said, we started dating about a month before I moved nine hours away to <laughs> Kentucky where I got another job. Uh, if I remember correctly, you said you thought that would be the end of us. <laughs> I did not necessarily think that was the case, but uh, uh, we persevered through that, I, I guess. Again, I was there for three years uh, before, or two and a half at least, before we got engaged. So I guess after I figured out that my move to Kentucky was not going to be the end of us and we were going to push through that long distance, I, I figured that that you would be the one I would, I would eventually marry. All right. All right. That's good. That's a... Uh... You're right. I did not think that we would be able to make the long distance thing work. I'm sorry for thinking that. Sorry mm -hmm. for doubting. You have little faith. My bad. My bad. All right. So we, um, next question. You ready for this one? It's a good one. What's the biggest surprise? What's been the biggest surprise thus far? Like all the way through? Maybe. I mean, you can give it some context if you need to, but like what's been the biggest surprise about being married, either to me or in general? <laughs> I don't know how honest I should be here. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, no, I, well, I was, when I, I glanced at these questions, I, I was thinking uh, at the beginning of our marriage, because that was that was that would be when the surprises would come out imagine okay. well you can go there uh the biggest surprise when we first got married was how hard it was to get along with somebody you love so much mm. uh, at the beginning at times oh. uh preach rev <laughs> like I said, we had both lived on our own for the most part and had our own space and then all of a sudden we had somebody else living in our space and and let's just say that space was not very big, really. It wasn't a big space. And it only had one bathroom. One bathroom and one air conditioner that froze up most nights. Which so. makes people cranky when they're hot, it apparently. It does. But, but yeah, those first couple of years were, were it was shocking how, how tough it was <laughs> to get along sometimes with you. <laughs> Just then, not now. That right, first. right, yeah. That just those first couple of years. <laughs> well, maybe that's another big surprise is how you know two people can love each other so much and still, still have a hard time getting along, but still decide to tough it out and stay together for some reason over the mm. long period. Yeah, definitely takes some commitment. <laughs> definitely, still takes some commitment. Some days, true. True that. True that. <laughs> okay, so this might be a little tougher. It's going to be really hard for you to narrow it down. What's the best thing about being married to me? Oh, that's, yeah. How long <laughs> is your podcast? <laughs> best uh, thing. Uh, the sarcasm. <laughs> um, I mean, it's good to have somebody to take care of your kids when you need to go to the store. <laughs> Really? No. And just, that's that's like ten top on the top ten list. That's number ten. Uh, no. I'm a great babysitter. Yeah. Uh, just having someone. 
I'll say it in, in uh, it's going to sound weird the way it just went through my brain, but <laughs> having somebody who's stuck with you and, you know, can't, can't leave. <laughs> I don't know. That's I, I'm not, trapped. That's because it's a call for help. <laughs> that's, that's not how it's supposed to come out. Just somebody who's committed to staying with you. Even like I said, when we, when we don't get along, when we disagree, when we, when we, when we have uh, hard times, somebody who's, who you really don't have to worry about is, are they going to still love me? Mm. Are they still going to be there uh, on the other side of this rough patch or whatever it is we've had to go through? Mm. Um, just just having that security, knowing somebody's somebody's there, mm. no matter what. Yeah, I would, I would say, um, and I think if you've listened to our podcast before, you have, um, you have heard me share before, um, that this is my second marriage. And, um, I would say I did not quite have that same mentality, obviously. Um, but it's, it is different to, to know we can be mad and slam doors and say mean things, (laughs) but that (laughs) the next time we see each other or the next, whatever we we're it's going to be okay. Like there's, I don't know. There's just a, a different kind of different level of commitment, you know. Yeah. It is that is that security is good. I think my mother uh, says, or said at least at the beginning, uh, she had some reservations about you just because you had been divorced, obviously, uh, but uh, she was worried about me getting divorced um, because I don't think anybody in my family's ever been divorced before, and so uh, it's just always never been an option for me uh and my mother's way of putting it is well we never ever considered divorce it's just never something we ever thought as an option now murder several times is <laughs> is something that's come up in my mind but never divorce <laughs> it's good to know that your mom admitted she has yeah reservations i'm surprised it was about that no, not she about didn't the fact say that it I- out loud but she was just you know Trying to tell me in her not so subtle way, you know, divorce is not okay. <laughs> oh my gosh! And this was probably before the the actual wedding. She was so, so making sure, you know, if you're not sure about this, don't don't do it because once you do it, it's that's good. That's good to know, y'all. That's some good information to know about your in laws. <laughs> Glad it's worked out. Okay, let's move on from the best thing to what's the hardest thing? The hardest thing about marriage. Marriage. To uh, me. I mentioned in a, I guess it was the sermon this past Sunday. You know, when the more when you commit to a, an intimate relationship, a personal relationship with someone, uh, you can't do that without giving up some kind of control. Uh, over yourself and giving that to someone else and the more intimate the relationship the more uh, control you have to give up uh, the less right you have to operate independently of that other person and that was something independence is something I've always treasured and, and been good at since even when I was young uh, and then of course after living on my own for 
for several years um sharing a space with somebody having to tell somebody when i go somewhere <laughs> still is what not in the world okay. don't even sit here and act like you actually do that oh. i cannot tell y'all how many times i am having a complete conversation with him and then find out he is not even in this house because he has left and not said bye not said i'm going whatever i'm coming back Real soon. <laughs> what we probably should also, an interjection here, is point out, if you don't know us in real life, is that we are kind of opposite personalities. True? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Jeff is definitely an introvert. Yes? Agree? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> he thrives on and is recharged by time by himself. And I am, I am kind of, I'm an extrovert, I guess. I do enjoy time by myself. Sure. But I do enjoy being around other people a lot more than you do. Yeah. Is that accurate? Yeah. I mean, I like other people. I like, we had a good some, time tonight. Some at, people. At the Memorial Day <laughs> barbecue. Had a good time. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, if I can't be alone for a while, it's a struggle for me. Yeah. Yeah. So... I would say, I don't know what we're really talking about, but I would say that's been the hardest part for me is like craving interaction at the same, a lot of times when you don't want any interaction. (laughs) (laughs) Don't want any of your interaction. (laughs) Don't want none of that. Um, Okay, so let's talk about marriage after kids. Yeah, kids change things, don't they? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's hard to get alone time before kids, think about how hard it is to get alone time when there's a couple of of kids running around your house telling you it's wrestle time mm. every 10 minutes. Or nerf four. Nerf four. Or they're hungry. So I think, uh, <laughs> you know, my body rhythms, I, I tend to stay up later. Uh, just naturally, not much of a morning person. But uh, I think that... that my personality goes along with that well because it, it allows me to have a long time after everybody else goes to sleep. Uh, that's mm-hmm. it's just my, sometimes the only alone time I can get is once everybody else has stopped bothering me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, what was the question again? <laughs> After kids. After kids. <laughs> uh, I think, uh, honestly, though, the, the kids, uh, and it's a danger for me just because uh, I love uh, being a dad so much. I love being with my kids, and it's it's, it's it has made time between us have to be a lot more intentional because kids, Especially when they're younger, it can be a lot more demanding. You can't really put it off uh, sometimes, their needs and, and, and wants. But um, but it's made uh, uh, you and I, our relationship, strained at times and have to be put on the back burner. Uh, have to be is probably not the right word, but that's just kind of... Where it lands. The default one sometimes when we get lazy and unintentional about things. So uh, So it's... It's made you have to stay on your toes a little bit. What um, what would you say are some ways that you feel like we're maybe good at or should be better at 
either way you want to approach that, being intentional. Uh, <clears throat> intentional about time together, just mm-hmm. with one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's what we need to be more is intentional. I mean, we both know it needs to happen, mm-hmm. and how important it is, and we both. Uh, try to make it a priority when we can, but that's just the thing. We just say, well, when we can. Mm-hmm. We don't sit down and say, well, we're going to commit to this much time mm-hmm. together each week, each month, each year even, or a vacation uh, with each mm-hmm. other each year. Uh, we've done those things, and we do those things. Uh, sometimes we're able to do them more often, sometimes not as much. But like I said, it's... Uh, we should probably be more intentional about it uh, as far as scheduling things that we just commit to. And that way they're on the calendar so things don't mm. don't bump them off. I feel like we do better when the kids are in school. We try to do like the day date thing yeah. where we go to lunch together or whatever. And I guess from what I hear from all of our friends with older friend, elder kids is we're about to get to a place where, you know, we can leave them for a little longer and go to dinner and stuff. But yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I do I will say when in those times when we have been more intentional about it that like kind of I think there for a while we were saying Fridays, like Friday was our lunch day. Yeah. We were going to lunch. And then and then this podcast thing. <laughs> yeah. Then I don't get to come in the house for hours <laughs> at a time. I have to sit down on my front porch and then you're locked out. Watch while all we're the noxipator traffic go by. <laughs> Um, so I think that's one thing we probably, I would say we probably need to do better with. I would agree with that. Um, because I do, I think we both feel more connected with one another when we're intentional with that. Sure. Like, I like you more. I'm just saying. No doubt. No doubt about it. Uh, let's see. One of the questions we got was, how do we keep our marriage fun? How do we keep our marriage fun, honey? I'm just a fun guy. <laughs> I mean, you are. I didn't mean to laugh like yeah, that. See? I <laughs> keep you laughing all the time. That was one of the things it's that just, attracted me to you. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> Not much else to offer. Stop it. <laughs> uh, yeah. How would um, you say we keep it fun? Our kids help us keep it fun. Yeah. They're really funny. Our kids are funny. We're both funny. I mean, it's not like a, something we have to try really hard to do for things to be fun. We're we're fun people. <laughs> we like doing fun things. I really love dinner when we're all when we all sit down together. Yeah, we've had some of our like most memorable laugh, family laughs, inside jokes, snail moments. It's been hard though. This season of baseball <laughs> every night it's it's not the same dynamic when you're sitting at the hardy's eating your <laughs> than it is when you're sitting around your table i guess but mm-hmm. and i like when we go camping camping's fun and we kind of disconnect a little bit like from the world and it's just the four of us yeah i think that's kind of fun just try to be together uh, yeah. as much as we can that's good it's fun. You're fun. You're fun. <laughs> All right. We had uh, questions about the budget. I think that really might have been more for Will and Jonna just because, I mean, budget talks give Jonna like major 
heart palpitations. Well, How do we handle the budget? I don't budget? know if it's for the same reason, but uh, I feel the same way about the budget as Jonna does, probably. That's why <laughs> I let you handle our budget. There's actually, I think you know this, I mean, I've told you before, there's actually a file on my computer that says, if I die. I think I, t- I told you that's what I called it. I think so, yeah. Yeah, if I die. It's all the passwords and all the things for you to be able to actually pay the bills and yeah. log into all yeah. our accounts. So that's good, yeah. and that's and that's probably it's kind of a what do you call it a catch twenty two with us with that because uh, mm. I've kind of turned it all over to you, trusting you for to take care of that, and you do a good job most of the time with that. But then <laughs> I turn it over to you because it gives me anxiety, and then when we talk about it, I realize. I should probably be more involved in this than I am because then I find out that, you know, it's not quite as good as as a, as a, as I'd like to pretend it is. And then it gives me more anxiety. So it's either uh, talk about it more and get more anxiety or just kind of forget about it and let you. Let's let go. You let's with go with it. option B. Yeah. You just don't worry about it. I got this, baby. Sure. <laughs> I feel like you cry. You're just you're not you're not you're crying out for help for more accountability with your with your finances. Is, and nope. I'm just not being there for you. Nope, that's that not is the not, case. Nope, nope, that is not what happened. Oh, not okay. what's happening. Okay, not you're misreading that. Good to you, know. <laughs> you are misreading it. Uh, okay, uh, let's see. One of the questions that someone sent in: What could I do? To love you or serve you better. What could you do to love me or serve me better? Mm-hmm. He's making a list, y'all. You did, you, this is the one you didn't give me my answer for yet. <laughs> Stop it. You haven't told me what to say about this yet. Stop right now. To not give you your answers. No. Uh, <laughs> as a pastor, um, you could serve me, make me feel more loved if you were not so, what's the word, rebellious oh. or Ouch. Uh, resentful of your pastor role wife at times. Pastor's wife role at times. I'm sorry. Hmm. So, uh, like the church. Resentful is a strong word. Yeah. That's yeah, you can not see how accurate. That would, is it not? No. Uh, well, I just got We're the going wrong to counseling, sense, y'all. We'll be back in a minute. Uh, Good gosh. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not finding the right word. You're right. That is a little strong. But uh, I think it's not, I'm not confident. About stepping into it. I think mm-hmm. it's hesitant more than it is resentful. Mm-hmm. But like uh, like take uh, Wednesday night Bible studies, for instance. There's nobody your age uh, there that you really um, connect. connect with. And so you've kind of decided that's not something you're going to be a part of. And uh, that you... you you don't realize that I'm there at the Bible study. <laughs> and I feel like I could probably connect yeah, with you. Yeah, but you're you. the preacher. And maybe maybe this 
Bible study that our church does throughout the week could be something you and I could do together if, you know, I, I'm there too. Uh, just mm. pretend I'm not the pastor. I don't know. That would, okay. That's something that would make me feel a little more supported. You, uh, When you get angry when somebody asks you any information about the church... <laughs> Uh, I'm not your secretary. Right, right. You, but you are a member of the church, so I know. But no I, other member gets mad when when somebody asks them, "Hey, when is that going but down?" I'm not your keeper. I'm not the keeper right, of your right. Jeff's calendar. Yeah, right. That's that's, that's a good point. <laughs> so, so it would be. I think it would a be different. Ridiculous okay. for people to ask you when something was stop, happening at the church. I understand. Stop. In my defense. I, this has been going on since I was a youth minister. Since you, uh, since you, so this but, is like a, a <laughs> fifteen-year-old struggle that Laura's been battling with people, burdening her with needing it. to know when events are, uh, and expecting her that, to know. And, but I d- most of the time I don't know because you haven't told me because communication. Was that on that's here? That's we do the announcements on Wednesday night Bible study, and she never knows knows what's going on because she's she's not there. Hey, I've been taking our child to baseball practice. Oh yeah, the last three weeks. I forgot. <laughs> three months. Three months, months. Right. Three months. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Anyway, all right. Thanks for whoever sent that question in. Appreciate that. That's a good one. I told you you should have told me what to say on that. Uh, apparently. Goodness gracious. Okay. Uh let's see. Let's let's go to a positive. How about it? Uh what do you love most about your wife? What do you love most about me? Gracefulness. Oh. Wait. No, gracefulness is not the word. Just grace. Uh, I was like, I am not graceful. No, <laughs> I am grace, grace. Uh, I am not easy to live with. I am definitely the hardest person to live with in this house. I'm certain of that. Um, but again, uh, grace kind of mixed in with toughness and perseverance to deal with me for this long and to. Uh, to be able to forgive and to just kind of shake off uh, whatever I throw at you when when it's not not positive, uh, things like that. Hmm. So, you know, I don't know if you realize it. I don't know if you like remember at the point at which in our marriage, but someone said to me, I think it was it was during some struggle. I mean, I, I know this is gonna be shatter some people's images of what it's like for inside our home. They probably think it's all rainbows and unicorns, but we both get a little fiery Sure. when we are unhappy. But someone said to me, I don't even remember who said it, about picking your battles. And that's, there are times, that's kind of what I was trying to get. Yeah. You do good at that. Yeah. There are times that even though I know I'm right... <laughs> Right, always. <laughs> but I will just let it go because it's not worth it. Yeah, I, I think that's that's a big area of growth for you. Is in the beginning things were so difficult because because uh, I'm hard to live with, and then 
but as I've noticed, you've grown and being able to pick your battles because sometimes I'll be like, man, I shouldn't have said that. I can't, I'm going to regret saying that for like <laughs> at least three days. And then the next time, uh, you know, I'm around you, you're like, I'm just not going to hold that grudge right now. I'm going to, I'm going to move go. on and let that one go. Well, it's just, it's just a big, I mean, now there, don't get me wrong. Like if I, there are times that I will, I will hold my ground and I will, I will, I will demand an apology. (laughs) Okay. No, no, just kidding. (laughs) But, um, most of the time it's usually something dumb and it's usually because there's probably something else going on either with you or with me that is like kind of influencing the response to whatever just happened. Right. Right. Like, um, I mean, I don't know. Can't leave an example right now, but I do feel like there was a point in our marriage where I just really had to, um, I don't say, I'm not, I don't want to be dramatic and be like, die to self. But I mean, sometimes it is that, like, I just have to quit trying to be right or quit. I think it's that you realize at some point he really is right all the time and so <laughs> i'm fighting a losing battle i'm not going to win cuz he's always right and so mm-hmm. i'm just going to submit to that and 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 things you know <laughs> is that it is that did i miss that i think you missed the mark a little bit <laughs> i think i'm right again probably <laughs> Right. You'll realize it in, yeah. in a yeah. couple I'm gonna of I'm going to go back and listen to this and I'll realize it. Oh my gosh. Okay. We're going to move on from that question. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. This is a good one. We'll end with this one. What is the weirdest quality about your bride that you love? The weirdest. Okay. Careful here. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> well, that thing you do when you... Uh... Stop. Weirdest quality. What are your weird qualities? I'm sure I have some. I'm sure you do, see? (laughs) This is one of those I should have been more prepared for. Weirdest quality. I would say, I'm just going to, I'll give you some time to think while I tell what yours is. How you feel about that? That tone of events. I I think one of your strangest qualities is how, like, and I guess this might go back to this whole pick in the battle thing, but, like, you are so um, OCD, <laughs> like, things must be this way, like, about certain things, but then not necessarily neat or tidy in other complete areas what like it feels like this weird disconnect like for instance for instance the toilet paper (laughs) uh you need to take a poll of your audience and just see you're going to be overwhelmingly disappointed when you find out your whole audience agrees that the toilet paper should be coming over the roll without exception ever this is this is important. Okay. So there's that. This is something that was one of those things where I just really had to 
be intentional and make sure that any time I put the toilet paper on the roll that it was going the right way. That in the shower. I'm just kidding. I'm not bringing up the shower. We're not going there. Oh, I'll bring it. That's the weirdest quality I think about you. That oh, I'll use no, that for my never. You do not. Okay, we are gonna we're gonna do a poll. Do you turn off the water and then turn off the shower? No, you're missing the whole point. Okay. See. Let me just explain everyone what's happening here. Every time I get in the shower. All right, so we have the three knob shower with the diverter in the middle that channels the water to the bathtub or the shower, right? So you turn it. Fifteen years. Turn now. it off or turn it on, and it determines where the water's going. Bathtub or shower. Now, we have been married for fifteen, 15 years. years. Next month. Next month, and she still can't remember. To turn off the diverter just to Wait, check to I see if it's on or not. No, no. I'm not the one who got out of the shower. You turn all the things off when you get out of the and shower. Again, here's here's the main point. I have never once in my life intentionally left not true. the water to the shower on. Not true. Never That's how intentionally you in- done it. To me. To you. <laughs> when my brother and I were growing up, we had the same deal. And when we were little... For like a week, he was able to get me by tricking me. So, so when I turned the water on, the water would cold water would come out of the shower, and he it was a prank he played. And so, after getting falling for that three times, three times when I was a young boy, I figured out to just check and see if the shower thing was on or not every time before I turned the water on. But you tricked me. Now it's taken you Laura me fifteen years. Stop it. Because you will do it. You'll turn it off for a while. Yeah. You'll remember. Yeah. And then I'll get comfortable and I'll be like, okay, here I have my hair pulled back because I'm not going to wash my hair today. I'm going to use my fantastic dry shampoo. I'm 100% I- on board that I should be the one to turn it off. <laughs> I, I agree. I would never intentionally not turn it off. But Blasted. But, but you, again, it's it not took- just me. You've gotten, you've gotten the lady who helps clean our house, yeah. too. Several times. But my point is, it took me three times, and never again in my life has that one gotten past me. And now Laura's here 15 years later, and she can't just check and see if the... the And it's an endearing quality for her to be so uh, cute and stubborn about that one thing. Cute and stubborn, all in the same wrapped up little package. She's just causing herself pain is all all she's doing. Mm. And again, I try... To remember, and uh, about fifty percent of the time, I do remember. But so you're going with that as my weirdest quality that I can't learn to turn the water, the diverter. It's off. also very cute that you don't like. Uh, it's just she's very delicate <gasps> with the way she puts lids back on oh. things. <laughs> she doesn't like she doesn't like lids to be too tight. Matter of fact, she just likes to be sitting sitting on top <laughs> of containers so that. When you pick them up and even shake them, like speaking of orange juice, (laughs) if you were to to just take an orange juice container out of the refrigerator (laughs) and, you know, shake it up just to make sure the stuff hadn't settled to the bottom, you would be covered in orange juice three times. Hey, hey, look. In your life. Three times. If you lived with Laura. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, that's my shower diverter because I still can't. 
figure out to check lids before I shake things. And so I make messes because Laura is so delicate with her lid replacement. I am a delicate flower. Yeah, that's what you are. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm angry right now just thinking about Pick your battles. Yeah. Pick your battles, babe. All right, we're going to finish with this one. You said we were finishing with that oh, one. Oh, no, but this, I forgot this one. <sighs> what? <laughs> you love this so much. <sighs> your non-verbals and your half-verbals. Okay, if you had to give one or two keys to success or, like, necessities for a good marriage or a healthy marriage. I don't want to say good marriage. I don't know what that means anymore. Like, a healthy marriage or, like, a happy marriage. Anyway... One to two or three. I mean, you may have more than that because you're so wise. I think uh, when you go into it at the beginning, uh, on the front end, just that commitment going into it, not with the idea, well, we're going to see if this works out. And and if it doesn't, oh, well, we'll we'll end it. Uh, But instead going on the front end with, well, this this is a commitment I've made to God and to you, and it's just... Divorce is not an option. Um, obviously, there are some things you could do to me uh, that would cause me to change my mind on that, but we haven't crossed any of those. I understand that, that divorce is an option when, when things get across a certain uh, point, but uh, but just not getting along, it was not going to be grounds for divorce. And so just being committed to it on the front end uh, and so again, like like Bobby Jean, my mom said, uh, think about murder sometimes, but never <laughs> divorce. <laughs> but that that on the front end, just having that attitude, uh, uh, it just keeps you in it and makes you. And I use the word stuck, but that's a negative kind of sounding word. But uh, you're committed, I guess, would be a more positive way to say that. To no matter how difficult it, it might get, that we're going to find a way to, to make this work and, and figure it out. Okay. Uh, that would be the, the one. And then I think we just covered it on, uh, on grace, uh, understanding, uh, that, that, that the other person in your relationship is, is human, that you are human and that, that, there's going to be a, a lot of uh, forgiveness that has to go on and picking of battles and uh, just moving in the same direction as we move all the different directions we have to move where both our faith uh, has has become at least the most central thing about our lives and our family and uh, we're both committed to, to trying to be disciples of Jesus Christ and uh, since that's our main goal as individuals, it's our main goal as a family. And uh, so that's the big page, the big umbrella that, that everything else falls under. And and as long as we keep that constant, then uh, everything else either falls in place or falls by the wayside, I suppose. Yeah. You're so wise. Wise. That's what they call me. The no, wise we call rev. You, we call you the rev. <laughs> but 
You are so wise. I appreciate you doing this. It's been a real pleasure. I know that it wasn't your favorite thing ever. I hated it. Oh my gosh. You did not hate it. Jeff. I loved it. (laughs) Okay. So do you have a vulnerability hangover? A little bit. I hope he does. Goodness gracious. (laughs) He has been seen. Yes. He has we see you, Rev. We see you and your heart. And so, oh my, oh my gosh, <laughs> I laugh so hard. And first of all, I did. Um, you know how yawns are contagious. I oh, did yawn a few times. Yeah, because I mean, if we're being honest, we were recording this after a pretty long day, and it was probably getting close to eleven o'clock at night. But which based on his way he says he's planning on staying up a few more hours. To oh, be yeah. On. Yeah. I don't know why he was yawning. I mean, I pretty much hit end and rolled over and went to sleep. He was up for probably three more hours after that. Yeah. Him and his yeah. yawns. No excuse. <laughs> and I will say I tend to be like that in that yeah. in the same way with Jeff, though, that whenever everybody I would like to go to sleep because, mm-hmm. I mean, I know I'm going to regret it in the morning. But then sometimes I'm like, this is the only time I can kind of watch what I want to watch. Maybe mm-hmm. get stuff done. Maybe work. I work best at night. Mm-hmm. And so I tend to stay up. And Will's like, what time did you go to bed? You know? And I'm yeah. like, I don't need your judgment. And so. <laughs> but yeah. Our, I can they have those questions too. There are lots of, what time did you finally go to bed? And yeah. it's weird because I, I, I used, when I worked from home, I was like that. But yeah. now that I have to. I mean, obviously in the summer, not so much, but now that I have to get up and be in an office at like eight thirty, nine o'clock, I can't anymore. I have to, that's I have well. to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. he like, will take a melatonin and he will literally let his head down, turn on game of Thrones, which he's like <laughs> on season four of that. Um, and we heard it's like the worst ending of a series ever, but he's like, I don't care. Um, but he will turn it on and then immediately go to sleep. I'm like, that's, Mm-hmm. I didn't want to watch this. Like, so poor guy. I mean, he's watched the same episode 42 <laughs> times. So, but, but just the first 10 minutes. Yeah. And I'll be exhausted and get in bed. And the second my head puts a pillow, I'm like wide awake. So I, I, I feel for him. Okay. So a couple things I would like to touch on. I, um, okay. <laughs> I 100% agree with Jeff and that the toilet paper should go over. Oh, so do gosh. you not care or do you think it should go under? I don't care. That's so, I, I'm indifferent. So what it, that tells me about you is that you are capable of murder, like your <laughs> mother-in-law. <laughs> no, what that tells you about me is I don't care which way it goes, as long as someone will take the three seconds and put it on oh, yes, the roll. That is important. <laughs> or just replace the roll. Like really, you're yeah, telling me yeah. that that two squares that was left was exactly what you needed. <laughs> I feel like that's a lie. I feel like that's okay. a lie. Yeah. I do not care. I do not care. But I know it is a very, I have had this conversation. We've had this conversation. Don't even put that poll up because you're going to get shot down hard. <laughs> Don't do that to yourself. I did just go to the bathroom in our church, like walk down the hall, go to the bathroom in the church where I'm recording today. And- Which we're going to talk about you in church in a minute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a nice segue. And then, but I noticed that the role was in the ladies' room, at least, is the other way, is oh, the under. That's wrong. So apparently, Jeff does uh, not use the ladies' room. 
he does not use the ladies room and nor have has anyone gotten the memo here you should take a picture and send it to him one that you say two things to note about this one i'm at church two the toilet paper is wrong (laughs) at your church at your church (laughs) that i sometimes come to okay so about that so will and i were listening to y'all um Mm -hmm. and so and he was like whoa (laughs) he went there he went i guess what so was i yeah (laughs) So, if case you somehow have short-term memory loss, Jeff <laughs> said, you know, something that he wished that she could do better was um, be Come more supportive. Church. Yeah, go to church. <laughs> Which, here is when we say, Laura is a strong believer, loves the Lord with all her heart, and goes to mm-hmm. church, but maybe isn't as active in the uh, pastor's wife role as as she as he would like her to be as i should be okay i didn't want to say that but it's okay okay. he said it in all fairness to you yes so whenever y'all met he clearly was not like he was not he was a basketball coach which is very different i would assume very i've never been a basketball coach nor a pastor but i would assume that there are some some stark differences there Um, are some differences there are very stressful they're both very stressful like oh, you, yeah. there's a lot yeah Some there's shepherding going on there so. is there is, and he was coaching um he was coaching in Louisville and and had just a lot of kids who really needed a father figure like oh. a good male role, role model and he was that and and I tried to be you know I was at all the games and I was I that an easier position for you in some ways, yes. In some ways, no. I think it was easier because it was the the differentiation between his job and my job was mm-hmm. easier. Because I, I mean, I clearly was still working. I was teaching at Mississippi State, um, and so the expectations were different. But there are so many churches where the secretary is the preacher's wife, mm-hmm. especially smaller churches that there's there's a lot of expectations when you walk into a smaller church like where we are about my role and and if I didn't have a full-time job and a side hustle and all these other things going on yeah like I probably would be like hey let me help you with the bulletin and I would know when things are going on yeah yeah you would know that you need to be there on certain days yeah, there's that. And, but I don't, I don't, I have a full-time job. And I, we need to have your friend Stephanie Holden on, and I would love to have my pastor's wife, her name is Cindy Hawks on yeah. and like do like almost like a round table because I mean, mm-hmm. Stephanie, I think is in a closer, if y'all don't follow Honey Holden on Instagram, you're missing mm-hmm. out on life. Um, she, she's just a breath of fresh air and I don't even know her in person. Um, she is. It's weird, but she and I became friends just as I was stepping into this role. And I do feel like I've told her this time and time again, I do feel like the Lord brought her into my life um, because she does fully embrace her role as the pastor's wife. And she, she relishes in it and she loves it. And I, and while I do love it and I do want to be supportive, yes. I have to have some boundaries because it's not my only Thing. I have a full oh, time. Oh, a very full, full time. Very, very full time. Well, job. that is, I mean, what is your commute? 45 minutes? Yeah, it's, it's, I'm in, I'm on the road. When I go into office, I'm on the road an hour and a half total. Yeah. You know, 
both ways. And so it, there's a lot of, a lot of that time. Um, and then also just, you know, for instance, when we talked about Eli's baseball practice, I just, as we're recording this, just got the message that they have practice tomorrow night. Oh, that's Wednesday at Bible study. <laughs> Wednesday during Bible study. It it's, just came on. And so I, I have to be the one to take him because well, Jeff, yeah. He's got to leave yeah. study. Well, and I will say it was sweet, but it did kind of break my heart too. Whenever he was like, I think maybe you don't come because there's nobody there that you is like your age. He's like, but I'm there and I would like to like yeah. see you. And I was like, oh, that's pretty I know. sweet. And so, that's but I do, sweet. I think it's hard because we do all the things and, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, this is so minimal, but I was even, we're getting, you know, ready to go out of town and I was telling Will, I was like, I've got to get, you know, somebody to watch Daisy. I was like, all that stuff falls on me. Like, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I still have a job and Mm -hmm. it's, you know, Anna's got a field trip tomorrow. So I'm going to chaperone that because I haven't really done much else at the school. Like all those things that, because I think a lot of times when you're the mom, Mm -hmm. that just becomes a part of your role. And I will say Mm -hmm. that, I mean, you work outside of the home and Jeff, while he works outside of the home as well, but it's right. Y'all are in the parsonage. So you're right there. Right. So, I mean, and he's very involved with the boys school and he is um, very, but I mean, he's leading a church. So if something Mm -hmm. conflicts with that, then that falls on you. Mm -hmm. Um, And Mm -hmm. it's hard. I think that's where it gets back to the control thing and somebody telling us what we have to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I did, he, he did, he did exaggerate. Well, yeah. I mean, because, He's so dramatic like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the dramatic one here. Yeah. But no, I mean, I don't, I don't get angry when people ask me. It does frustrate me yeah. though, just because, um, you know, I, I, I don't know most. And I think that's what it is. It frustrates me because I don't know. And then it's and embarrassing. Or... Yeah. Well, and it's like, I have to go ask him anyway why not just ask him? That's yeah. really in my mind is I'm going to have to ask him because I don't know. And so, yeah. Let's and just that's going to bring up the fact that I don't know. And it's going to be a yeah. thing. And yeah. Let's, let's cut out the middleman. How about it? Yeah. No. And so, I mean, <laughs> but you said you're there on Sundays and you take notes um, and I can't tell you how many times Laura mm-hmm. will send our group, like, a picture mm-hmm. of like notes from his sermon and mm-hmm. I've decided well she has talked multiple times that he needs to um get you know she she would love to share his sermons but he's like I don't want to yes. recorded and he has such like words of wisdom and mm-hmm. so I was talking to Laura and I said you know I guess some girls y'all were at um what were y'all at that those girls who were at a retreat? Yeah. It's like the, it was the team meeting for a retreat that we're working in a few weeks. Uh, it's so yeah. the, the two girls were like, he needs to be on a pod. Y'all need to be on a podcast. And so <laughs> I've come up with a name for it and it's going to be Rev's Nuggets. <laughs> I have some art in mind, some podcast oh, art. Dear. So uh, I feel like it'd be so no, good. It could be a spinoff no, of this. I know. I know. And there, there are other things that I've, I have offered I've offered my services for okay. like, calm down I, with that. <laughs> I know this was a marriage podcast. I need you to calm down. <laughs> yeah, we did not go there. Did no. we? Either one of us. No. Neither one of us talked about that. Nope. <laughs> um, we, I have said, you know, I would love to help you come up with a strategic plan for your, for the church for the year. I would love to help you. Okay. I'm not going to go. We'll hold and set personal goals, but okay. I have, 
set goals for the church and I could help. Well, you that's know, your gift. Yeah, that's your gift set. And that's, you want to yes. use your gifts. And I think that's what it comes mm-hmm. down to. Finding out mm-hmm. how your gifts um, mm-hmm. can then serve him as the wife of the pastor. Right. And not just right. filling the role that is like. Expected. Yeah, expected. And yeah. And I think that that's probably more like the expectations that really have no basis other than that's the way it's always been done. That's probably the rub. And Mm -hmm. where it's like, how about we break this mold and, you know, set some new expectations. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. What about, (laughs) what is his, because he revealed some, some things that I feel like Mm -hmm. now we need to know what his death row meal would be. Because ever, if divorce is not an option, but murder might be. Him and he and Bobby Jean are going to be on death row together, which is going to be. I know sweet. they might have adjoining cells. Yeah, mother son duo. Hilarious, um, in a way, and scary yes, in another. This podcast um, will be what does them in. I know. I have proof. Um, so if I come up missing y'all, yeah. Episode fifteen. Put me on the. You can use these these words yes. on the true crime podcast. Yes. <laughs> about my disappearance. No. Um. His death row meal is a Chinese buffet. <laughs> okay. I, he's, I like what he's doing. Yeah. That was, that was like, his... uh, Rev, you're not going to be able to actually leave death row. Like, yeah. like bring it on. So. Yeah, bring it on. Set it up. Let me, let me have the whole, whole thing. Um, and so. another thing, I am going to start referring to you as William Hull Jr. Um, <laughs> because I can't tell you how many times Will, I will hear Will or myself scream, Put the lid all the way on. <laughs> I mean, I'm a delicate flower, you are Donna. A, a delicate flower. flower. <laughs> yeah, it's it's your, it's something. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what murderers do. So I, I might have to testify on his behalf. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Yes, he, the orange juice. It has happened. Well, he says three times. I, it might be more than that. Where I have gotten some orange juice out put the lid just place it on delicately back on he has taken the orange juice out and shaken it and sprayed orange juice it was kind of like a locker room after a oh yeah like celebrating (laughs) it's like champagne but except not sticky it's not mm -mm. it's hard to clean up it's hard to oh my god i think that um that's something like the shower, how he's learned. Mm. He said it only took him. Well, he's going to need to learn that he's going to have to test that lid. Um, yeah. Dr. Pepper bottles are the other thing. Uh, like a, a 20 ounce Dr. Pepper bottle that I've been drinking out of. It's going to get flat mm-hmm. if you don't put the lid back on. Time. I know. I know. He'll, he'll tell mm, you that. Pick, yeah. Or he'll knock it. It'll get knocked over. Uh, and then it. So, mm-hmm. so you've got some work to do. Um, I do. I do. So, speaking of the shower situation, you know what I used to do when Will and I were newly married? Oh, gosh. I would ask, okay. No. no. I would be in there. He'd be in we're the, going there. Yeah, we're going there. No, he'd be in the shower. I'd be, like, brushing my teeth, and I would ask him a question that would require a long answer, and I would run to the kitchen and get a cup of ice, and then we had, like, a shower curtain, and then I would, like, yes, dump, dump it over. over the shower curtain, mm-hmm. and it just mm-hmm. brought me just infinite joy. And so mm-hmm. now we do that to yep. William every once in a while because he actually has a mm-hmm. shower curtain. Um, yep. It is really one of the greatest things. I've done that to my boys too it's when so they've been 
walking around before they got in the um yeah. got in the shower and they would you know I'm not scared of you I'm not da, da, da. and then I get them trapped in that shower yeah there's no mm-hmm. there's no leaving and I mean there is nothing quite like an ice bath when you're taking a warm mm-hmm. shower trying to mm-hmm. yourself it's mm-hmm. unexpected it is just a mm-hmm. thing of beauty and so it is a fun one I like that you do that with your kids and I do it to my husband <laughs> Oh my gosh. But no, so like on the similarities, I think that with Will and Jeff both, I mean, there's so much and I think we can get back to, we're going to obviously do an episode on low self-esteem. It's going to be a real uplifting episode. It is. It is. Settle in. Yeah. Settle yeah. in. But oh, the other thing. So you might've heard at the beginning of my episode, I asked Will what his Enneagram number is. <laughs> He's a one wing nine. And I will say when I first was telling him about it, he's like, I've done the dis profile. I've done the, blah, blah, blah. he just was like, that's great. Until mm-hmm. I started reading him things. And he was like, Oh, and Will is like a forever learner. He loves knowledge. Um, and he really was impressed by it. And then has now taken it to his executive leadership team. And they do it. Like he knows all their numbers. Some way it's hurt things. Cause it's like, Oh, I know this about them, but I uh-huh. asked uh, Lauren, she goes, uh, Jeff didn't do that because he doesn't do the Enneagram because he calls it, it's like the horoscope. <laughs> <The> horoscope. <laughs> he has like, if you've ever seen the John Christ yes. uh, video about the Enneagram where you use it to make like excuse away all yes. your negative characteristics. Yes, I didn't do that because I'm a three. Yeah. 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 That is so I wonder what that makes Jeff. Is that an eight? Like if he doesn't want to do it? Like we need I had thought Erica yeah, Whitaker, well, that mini Billy, she's an eight. Uh-huh. And her posts are pretty funny about being an eight. I need to ask her if that means that he is. I um I have thought that he was an eight before but I've also thought that he was a one wing nine or a nine wing one yeah because and I meant that's was my weird thing about him was there are certain things that he is super like perfectionist OCD he said one of the reasons he's such a bad like procrastinator is because he wants his he wants it to be perfect and he doesn't want to start it until so that's like will like there are certain things I'm like, why do you care so much about like your car being clean and like your tools being clean, but you don't really give two flips like about making a bed or yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. And he's just like, yes. well, I don't find value in that. And I'm like, well, you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't find value in right now. You <laughs> No, I don't say that guys. So, but yeah. Okay. So maybe he, and he doesn't like, he doesn't, uh, my question he for the last do stuff because he doesn't want to fail. He, well, he doesn't start it until he knows he can completely finish it. So like, you know, we've talked, um, I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast or just between the two of us, but like, he does not start his sermon until he knows he can write it from beginning to end. Interesting. He doesn't want to be, yeah, he does not want to be interrupted. He wants to sit down and do beginning to end. And so in the week of, in the span of a week, he doesn't, <laughs> his lots of, yeah, his lots of little moments where he could work on it, but he, he doesn't until he has a block. Yeah. That's interesting. So, but he also yeah. has some helper tendencies. I mean, he's, he does. Yes. He so does maybe he's too. like a one wing too. I don't know. I wish he would take his horoscope mm-hmm. so we'd know. 
I know. <laughs> you should just kind of like pepper him with some questions here and there. Well, like, I have. Wondering, um, you know. Before he decided it was a horoscope, we actually went through, not to like read the book together, but we did the um, Road Back to You. Like at, we did the profile yes. questions at the end. Like I would read those two yeah. and we'd kind of talk through and. Um, but, and then, then he got in his head that it was a horoscope and, um, he's, but you he took his mentors like really into it. Yeah. So you're going to yeah. maybe message his mentor and be like, tell him this is something he needs to embrace. I just think okay. it's really good. And I think for me, it's helped me see Will like, okay, this is a part of his personality that is mm-hmm. like deep to the core. It's not, he doesn't mm-hmm. do this just to annoy me. <laughs> right. He can't help but, and I think, yeah, the, the, the whole point or for me when I think about it is understanding someone's motivation yes, yes. for their actions. And so it's not predictive. Yes. I think that's why, you know, yeah. It's uh, not saying you're going to have a good day because you're a one and you do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got up and everything was perfect today. So it's going to be a good day. No, it's, that's not really it. No. So anyway, but yeah, we do not, we do not have an official typology for the rev okay. because he so if anybody wants to self-diagnose him, let, yes. let us know. Mm-hmm. Anybody listening? Completely yep. on board. And so, mm-hmm. 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 Uh, yep. well, I oh thought God. it was super fun. I loved, you know, obviously meeting him in person and spending time. Like, <laughs> I just adore him. I think he's so funny and very, like, when he talks, you listen. So mm-hmm. I appreciate mm-hmm. that about him. And I, he does remind me. He meant, will. he meant you in general terms, not necessarily me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, when he, he went, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I totally listen, y'all. Yeah, I totally uh, listen. She does. Nope. Nope. So, I am the submissive one. Yes. Yes. That's what I peg you as. The submissive one. Oh, dear. Uh, yes. Okay. I'm going to, what are you, what are you loving? Oh gosh. Okay. So y'all know this is like the summer of reading. And so I just finished a book that was, it was really good, but it was really hard for me to read. Um, just like emotionally hard. Not yeah. Like the, the words, words were, the words were big. They were big words. <laughs> um, it's the, the book, the hate you give. Mm. And, um, there's a movie. If you're not a reader, you can watch the movie, but, um, I really liked the book. Um, it's, it's really well done and it just brings up so many issues that living in Mississippi. Is that where it's based uh, out of? Well, I don't remember if she, the, the author grew up in Jackson and I feel like there's a lot of parallels. I don't remember if she ever actually says like, this is in X city. Yeah. Um, they use like a lot of oh, fake, like, yeah, like the, um, the, the, ghetto area that the the it's kind of based around is um it's called it's called garden heights but it's just really good and it really the thing for me that it brought up was um just having conversations with my boys um because they do have lots of um lots of their friends are black and um just helping them to be aware of of that and I don't want to give away yeah spoiler uh, version of it, but it's so good. And it just deals with a lot of um, inequalities um, and a lot of uh, oppression. And um, it was, it was really good. I want, there's I a movie, sure right? 
There is a movie. And I really would like, I'm not quite ready for Eli to, to read or watch the movie because of the language, mm-hmm. but um, I do, I would, I, I think I'm ready for Riley to, to watch, read it something yeah. um, just because he's, he's getting to a place where he's, um, you know, just maybe in situations where he needs to be very aware of um, being a good friend yeah. and um, not, not leaving no man left behind. Yeah. And just thing. And so, um, yeah, it was, it was really good. It was very emotional. It was an emotional read. I will say that it was a good book. Um, but it was, it was very emotional for me. And again, I think it was just the ages that my boys were getting to and thinking about it from that, that perspective. So if you have not read it, I would highly recommend the hate you give. It's on my list. For Audible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll we'll link it yeah. both the audible and yep. <laughs> the book book. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay. and then my other thing that I'm loving actually was in my FabFitFun box, my last one. And I honestly it's kind of weird because I was hesitant to try it because I've never really I've never really liked a leave-in conditioner. Yeah. I've always felt it made my hair like greasy and stringy. But this one does not do that and I love it. Um, it's way and it's spelled O U A I. We'll link that. It smells the, good too. Oh my gosh. It smells amazing. It smells like the salon, but, like when the salon does your hair, I feel like. Yes, it does. And so I have been, again, because um, workouts and baseball and all that stuff, I haven't really been fixing my hair a whole lot. I've been like washing it and letting it kind of air dry. And so I put this in there and it kind of makes it a little bit wavy and curly. Um, it's not like a, it's, that's not what it's designed to, but it just keeps it kind of from looking so dry. Yeah. So it's way leave in conditioner and we'll link it. And it's not, it's not a bad price. I think it's like $23 or something. It um, lasts forever. Yes. It only takes a few little, little squirts. I yeah. said it. I don't. <laughs> Sorry. Why? Why? You hate me? <laughs> it, came out, it came out before he stopped. Hey, you did get your elephant squirts in, didn't you? I did. Get oh, speaking of, I, I love them. It's so good. My mom was like, I didn't call it elephant squirt. So I had to send her a screenshot and I said, yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. And she's like, oh, well, I guess I called it a few things. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Debbie, I just have a sit down. I do. I love it. It feels, um, it's, a, it's not greasy. No. Like I just mix it, like you said, I just kind of mix it into my, my, regular moisturizer and then just kind of rub it in um face and down my neck a little bit and you um, only need like one to two pumps you can call uh-huh squirts one to yeah, two pumps pumps, pumps. You um, pumps. Two pumps into your moisturizer and it just kind of gives you like a like a little glow like you've been to the beach so it's, it's awesome I love it um I do okay so I I've had this book for a while I'm super mm-hmm. excited when I first got it and then I've kind of had to put it on the shelf because of life and, um, but it's the home edit. I, first of all, I'm, it's not on, it's not it's on not audible on. and it'd be a weird, <laughs> actually it is on audible, but it'd be a weird book on audible. So it's the it home is. edit, uh, which I follow them on Instagram and love them. They're organizers, professional organizers, mm-hmm. oh, which yeah. is like my love language. And mm-hmm. th- when you get the book, it comes with labels and, like, I think they're like fridge labels, but oh. I put it aside because I knew kind of like how Jeff 
like doesn't want to start something until he can like do it to completion I'm kind of like that like I wanted to wait until the summer started before I could really organize and fully like dive in so I love it I they're funny the pictures are beautiful it has really practical tips it's I do not follow the Marie Kondo method because everything brings me joy. And so yeah. um, I just follow a, this looks pretty. Let's clean it up, you know? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and it's like you're editing the home edit. It's like you're editing your home. So, so tell me, is it, you said it has practical, is it written like a, it's like got a I mean, it's chapters. Like, and so it's like, there'll okay. be, you know, stuff, but it'll, it's also color coded. They do everything like rainbow color coded. So it's super pretty, Mm -hmm. but, Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, you can read and it'll kind of have like little anecdotes, you know, about them and what they've done, but it will have like, do this in this area. And, um, you know, their big deal is start with a drawer, like start with a drawer Mm -hmm. in your house, preferably Mm -hmm. like your junk drawer. Um, so this weekend we cleaned out all, every single nook and cranny kind of started with, let's clean out your, drawers at your desk mm-hmm. and get rid of the things that do not bring you joy no but just like you mm-hmm. know asking her and I have to remove emotions or remove that that I can see the price tag that is still on this item you had to have that yet you have failed to use I have to remove that um anger that is and good. you have to push the budget talks all the way to the back yeah I'm like will just shh, shh. <laughs> I'm about to talk with Anna can she take my place hey. William to the gym. Yeah, it's going to be best. You go work out your aggression. Um, yeah. So the home edit book, I think it's a perfect summer book to get you kind of in the mood um, for mm-hmm. cleaning out your house. Uh, the other one is um, this makeup brush cleaner that is seriously the most amazing makeup brush cleaner I have ever come across. It's mm-hmm. called um, Cinema Secrets and it's obviously like was used for like professional makeup artists mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. you stick you pour this solution into the ca- there it's it's kind of expensive for what it is it's like 22 dollars for a bottle and mm-hmm. but i kid you not when i tell you so you pour the solution like in a bowl and then mm-hmm. you take your brush and it's literally just a little bit and you just watch all the makeup come completely off and then you That's let so them crazy. just, and they're completely dry afterwards. Like it'll, oh, a little, gosh. and it dries. It doesn't feel like you have to sit there and dab them and all that. It is uh-huh. amazing. So we'll leave so, that. Let's talk about that for a second yeah. because I, okay, I've, I'm, this kind of is kind of gross. I don't ever clean I'm, mine until I found this. Okay, thanks. That's what I was, I have never done it um, until maybe like two weeks ago. Yeah. Because, is they're never dry oh, and I feel I like eat. my makeup doesn't go on the same afterwards and yes. this stuff and the maid I'm talking you know and I bought like I've tried even my charcoal bar like that's supposed to be good for mm-hmm. your brushes and stuff mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I just never felt like I could get them fully clean and mm-hmm. I say like I was doing it all the time but I just really gave up like I bought some cleaner from Sephora but then I found this and the reviews are amazing like a tons and tons of tons of reviews and it is insane. Like even Anna was like, that is gross. I'm like, I know, but it's sort of oddly satisfying. I know. So, and then it, they're dry. Like you could use it like five minutes later is the most bizarre yeah. thing. So I don't want to know what's in it, but that works. I'm mm-hmm. just happy about it. And so, yeah. um, and Fine. then on a, I know this is multiple things, but 
two people that I love following on Instagram and one is uh, at Kristen Cooper and it's C-R-I-S-T-I-N-C-O-O-P-E-R. So it's Kristen C-R. Um, she is how I found out about the Cinema Secrets uh, breast oh. cleaner. And she is funny and she's a, she's a believer and she is just a funny follow, but she has, she is crazy gorgeous, has amazing tips. Um, and then as she's a mom of two little girls, just, I really like to follow her. And then another one that I really like to follow is at Smith. She owns the Arrive Market, which we're hoping to partner with mm. really soon. But she yeah. is a breath of fresh air. Like, she starts every morning, like, good morning, party people. And she's just, mm-hmm. she played volleyball in college, I think, like, Indiana. Like, she's crazy oh, tall fun. and gorgeous. Um, just happy. Like, I'm trying to clean up my feed to be following mm-hmm. people that are very joyful. And so, and mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. those are two people I would recommend following. So, I love it. That's what I got. Awesome. I love the Arab market. That oh, my gosh. Super- she's got some beautiful stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Is that her... It's just, is it's just it her at arrive? at arrive market. Yeah. If you go to her profile, you'll see the arrive market um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, linked and stuff, but she's, you know, it's fair trade. It's fair. She every month mm-hmm. gives back to um, an organization. She just, her whole uh, reason is that she wants to glorify God. And it's, mm-hmm. I mean, I can get behind that. I'm so, just going to say, I can get behind that. Yes. Can- she, she posted some super cute jean shorts, which, Mm. if they had some leggings attached underneath them I'd wear <laughs> but I was like that is like a really good price and they're super cute and they're like mom friendly but again mm-hmm. I need some leggings attached so mm-hmm. but yeah Same so days. I would give those people a follow also if you're so fun. but this was fun I hope that y'all took away that we love our husbands and mm. marriage is not perfect it's not easy but it's so worth it and mm-hmm. if you're single enjoy that too because pretty soon Mm -hmm. you're gonna lose all control no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) you have to doubt a self every single day day you have to pick up that cross (laughs) yeah no it's it's, i'm so glad that they were both willing to do that yeah and you know for jeff he was he was a little um a little less excited about it than um he's a little maybe more shy than will yeah yeah he does not like the uh he does not. Oh gosh! If I started doing Insta stories with him, it, it would. It probably would be the end of our. It's, he would really start thinking about that murder. Yeah. Right well, when somebody sent that, Will's just like he's like, I think that's funny. He goes, I really. He said, I would. You know, I trust that you have my best interest, and you're not going to make me look dumb. I was like, well, that does make the best Instagram. <laughs> so, but like I, you know, like even with the kids, like I at like before I would put something out there, especially William mm-hmm. being at the age that he's at and yeah. several of his friends mm-hmm. follow me on Instagram, which that's weird, but, um, mm-hmm. it is what it is. So yeah. That's awesome. That's uh, awesome. Well, well, we love to hear your feedback. Like if you, um, what you guys think, um, suggestions you would add, you know, as far as making a good marriage. And if, if we, May we may have part three. Who knows? Yeah, we may. And next week we're gonna do Southernisms, and we're gonna share y'all's responses to the yeah. questions that we asked a few weeks ago about your death row meal. Like, if you had to shop at one <laughs> store, what would be the one food you would eat? Y'all's responses were great, and there were several mm-hmm. things. Like somebody said TJ Maxx for the one store. I'm like, well, that's smart. 
That was real smart. Uh, yeah, there were several on there that I was like, oh, yeah, yeah that's definitely been it. I was thinking more local, though. Yeah, I wasn't, that's best. I wasn't thinking. And also online. I didn't even think online yeah. because, hello, Amazon. Our <laughs> yeah, I know. Somebody said that. I was like, oh, dang, dang it. So, there goes our sponsorship, Laura. I know. Oh, we missed it. We missed it. I know. So we'll share those Bye. next week. But we just yes. appreciate y'all so much. And so it's been so fun. Yeah. It's been so fun. All right. Have a good rest of the week. You too. Love you, friend. Okay. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Hey y'all. Well, that was certainly eye-opening. So thankful that Jeff and I had this conversation and there are definitely some things that we need to revisit, uh, maybe not on the podcast (laughs) to talk through. So very thankful for his willingness to jump in and do this. It was not something that he really was excited about doing, but did because he knew it was important to me and to Jonna. And so I'm super thankful for his, his willingness to, to do it. So, uh, and also to Will, it was so fun again, just to hear their conversation. We hope that you walk away from these two episodes with some, some good nuggets of wisdom and maybe, um, encouraged to, to work on your marriage in more intentional ways. Um, because even if it's good, it can always be better. So again, we thank you so much for being here. We thank you for your continued support. Jump in and join the conversation over at All Things Good Podcast on Instagram. We're also on Facebook. And don't forget that you can find us on Pinterest where we pin a lot of our um, favorite things that we're sharing with you each week. And if you do decide to try anything, we would love, love, love for you to start at our website. Um, We have a couple of referral links set up there where we can help offset some of the cost of producing this podcast. So if you want to help us keep doing this, we would love your support in that way. So anything that we recommend that's on Amazon has a referral link there, and we would love for you to use that. So we hope that you have a fantastic week and we will see you again next week where we'll finish up our conversation on Southernisms and share some of your last wishes and favorite things from the episode a few weeks ago. Y'all have a great week. We'll chat soon. Settle down, girls.